Five Breakfast. Catch up. Fixate from Shekinah and Batesy. It's quarter to seven on Five Breakfast. And every single Monday morning at around this time, we catch you up on everything that you may have missed this weekend because the world is chaotic. There's so much news. And sometimes we just need the four of us to pull ourselves towards ourselves and go, okay, but this is the stuff you really may have missed that you might want to know. All right. And that's why it's called Since You've Been Gone. So, since you've been gone, the King of England was crowned. There's a brand new King of England. The crown didn't fit so well. And I've always wondered about that because you can't resize the crown. But then I discovered that they've got like 12 or 13 crowns. And they kind of picked the one that is the best screw top. They didn't pick the best one for King Charles because, listen, there was a couple of attempts to put it on his head. But that wasn't the thing that struck me the most about the coronation. Did you guys see his 700-year-old chair? It's this very interesting wooden chair that like the King of England in like the 1300s also sat on so it's this very special chair that only gets wheeled out once every time there's a new monarch who is crowned in England but for the first time ever because you know the last time we saw this chair was the Queen in like the 50s when cameras were not so high quality for the first time ever with our modern cameras we have now been able to see that in the 1800s this chair this absolutely iconic king-making chair was graffitied on by some schoolboys in the 1800s They carved their own names into the official chair of the King of England, like those old wooden desks that you have in some of your schools. Like they were bored in life orientation. So that was kind of hilarious. Moving swiftly forward... The uh, listen, any of you who heard me feeling sounding very upset on Friday will know that I wanted a new Joburg mayor, but not this one, because what happened was the last Joburg mayor was a disaster because he comes from a political party, Al Jama, that only got three seats in the uh, council, the Joburg council out of 266. You know, I went this weekend and I found out how many votes they actually got, Al Jama, and no disrespect to Al Jama, all the people who voted for them, but they got 60,000 votes in the last local elections out of 5.5 million Joburgers. They didn't get enough votes to make top 10 on South African idols, guys. And their mayor, one of their elected officials was mayor in a puppet government because he couldn't do anything with no support. He had to do what the ANC and the EFF said. But then they got rid of him because he was embarrassing. Shout out to Sakina Kamwendo. And so then all the political parties had a chance to get a new mayor. The smaller minority parties had enough votes to put in Action SA's Funzi Ngubeni. And they were going to do that until the DA said, no, screw you guys, we're not going to vote with you unless you go with our former mayor twice, Mpo Palatse, who, I will remind you, couldn't hold together a coalition either of the last two times. And so the opposition parties couldn't agree because the smaller parties didn't want to go with Mpo again, which opened the way for the Patriotic Alliance to then support the EFF and the ANC to elect the other Al Jamar guy. So we have the exact same disaster as we had in January, but just with a new guy. And by the way, straight after this new guy, Gormanda, was put in power, the DA released a claim that he's a scammer, which is yet to be confirmed. But the DA, and I want to be clear on this, did choose to rather have another deadbeat, defunct dud mayor in a city on autopilot than an opposition mayor, to be clear. And your final bit of since you've been gone is that the High Court of Johannesburg ruled last Friday something really amazing. They said that the government of South Africa is not allowed to load shed areas with police stations in them, hospitals, clinics, or public schools. Now, that is just amazing because these are the vital places that always need power. But the presidency is now taking that decision on review because they don't want it to happen because they say we can't individually 
give all of these places electricity, we'd have to give the whole areas and we literally can't do that. But the High Court was very specific. They were like, you are the government and you've been acting unconstitutionally in taking away this electricity from these vital institutions that need it. It is now your job to provide electricity alternatives to every single public school clinic, clinic, hospital, or police station in the whole country, which is over 25,000 establishments. But that's the least you can do. And they figured it out. It is literally cheaper to do that than to keep the lights on in all of these areas. So we'll see where that goes. But it's just a bit weird that the presidency is trying to double down on not providing electricity to hospitals. I'm just going to say it. That's since you've been gone. 10 to 7 on 5 Breakfast. In just a second, we'll do karaoke. Those are the big news stories from the weekend that we tell you every single Monday at quarter to 7. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's catch-up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.